At the heart of the Iran deal was a giant fiction that a murderous regime desired only a peaceful nuclear energy program. Today, we have definitive proof that this Iranian promise was a lie. Historic transition has set off deadly protests. The U.S. Embassy in Israel has officially moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem on the 70th anniversary of Israel's founding. Palestinians are condemning the move because they want Jerusalem to be their future capital. Thousands protesting along the Gaza-Israel border and dozens killed. Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. President Trump said Thursday his June 12th meeting with Kim Jong-un is still on, despite North Korea's threats to cancel the summit. The president also made the North Korean leader an offer, denuclearize and receive, quote, protections. All righty, welcome back. I am Brandon. I am Mitchell. And I am Franklin. That was a fucking weird... We probably won't do that again. <laughs> so, um, but, we're keeping, but we're keeping this all in. We're not editing shit out. We're right. doing... We we, did, we set, decided it's episode 51. We might as well fucking experiment, right? So, um, should fucking do some stuff. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, we'll figure it out at some point. Maybe 100 or something like that. I don't we'll know. We'll get it. But, yeah. So, let me let you both in on something uh, that I haven't said to you in the past two weeks since we haven't done the show. Um, this whole, like, bi-weekly thing, I have a feeling it's not going to last as long <laughs> as, like, I'm not ready to throw it out yet, but, like, two fucking weeks. I was, what the fuck are we going to, how are we going to cover all this shit? There's a lot, gonna of, try. A lot to so, cover. It is a lot to cover, so we're gonna we're gonna try to fit um, as much of it in as we can. So we'll start off with foreign policy because the last couple of weeks have been very foreign policy heavy, and um, I think that Mitch, you and I are probably gonna disagree on a few of these things. Oh no way! And so we'll just start we'll start here at the top. Um, so the first the first big move was Donald Trump pulling us out of the Iran deal last week. Um, he announced the unilateral U.S. withdrawal from the Iran nuclear deal, formerly known as the JCPOA. I'm not, I'm not going to... It doesn't matter. Like, you what? can look it up. Right, yep. <laughs> so, the no, that's, that's the... Uh, that's the Ivanka Trump punchline. Don't use oh. JCPenney. That's mine. <laughs> Trademarked. Um, <laughs> it, by somebody else. The, so the JCPOA was designed to halt the Iranian nuclear program. Blah, 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 blah. We Something know this. about John Kerry. Gonna, blah, 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 blah. 
Right, yeah, something like that. So um, we'll link to this Washington Post article, and you can take a look at it. We've talked. If you've been listening to the show, if you've been watching the news, we know what the what the Iran nuclear deal is. Um, anyone, I'm gonna anyone let. I'm gonna pass yeah, it that. off to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to Mitch so that you can republicanize this um, to start off, and then I'm gonna tell you why whether or not the deal is good at least in my opinion Trump's a fucking idiot for how he handled it <laughs> and you're going to realize at the end of this 45 minute conversation that like I just George Carlin it and brought it full circle but later we're going to talk about why this this move is a stupid fucking move on his part um, so anyway tell me why it's a horrible deal first uh, well, it's not so much that it's a horrible deal. It's just kind of a poorly worded deal. So basically how it goes about it, the, the, the goal of it is to get Iran to stop furthering its nuclear program. Obviously, they are miles and just years and years behind North Korea because North Korea can nuke us. Uh, Iran can't do that. We don't want them to have that capability. So the whole idea that we were imposing sanctions on them, it was crippling their economy, as we we did with uh, North Korea. But with this deal, John Kerry came in with Obama and their whole foreign policy and said, okay, this is what we can live with. Uh, and there's some aspects of the deal that are good, like when it says you can only enrich uh, uranium to a certain extent, which is like 95% less than what they were doing. Okay, that's good. But the problem I have with it is that uh, when it comes to checking the uh, facilities, there's no-go facilities. So there's areas that they say, you can never check here, and we say, yes, you're fine. And then there's other areas that's like, well, you can check here, but you got to let us know, and then it's got to be like a time in advance, and then we'll let you in. That screams red flag that, like, no, that's fucked up. Now – that's basically the biggest issue that people have had with it, Republicans, that we can't trust these guys, that it's specifically designed so that if, you know, they want to hide something, they clearly can. And so that's been right. why Republicans haven't, you know, been for it. Uh, well, and, and come on, let's be honest, they're brown and Republicans <laughs> can't get, they, they're, not get, they're not just going to throw caution to the wind here, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Go on. I thought you had something of substance to say. All right. Um, so <laughs> let's see. Not this time, <laughs> motherfucker. So that's basically it. Now, there's all of the intelligence community has been saying that they have been complying. But, again, the intelligence community hasn't exactly been spot on these past couple of years. Um, so Trump has been championing this entire time that we're going to get rid of the deal. We're going to get rid of it. We're going to do something else. Um, and... He made good on that promise. He came in, and again, it's not like it was unknown. He's been saying he's going to be doing it for, you know, two years during the campaign, and then now after he's been president, there's been multiple foreign leaders that have come in to try to, you know, we saw Macron come over and try to be like, hey, dude, stick with it, uh, which he said, no, thank you very much. We can plant a tree, but no, I'm not going to stick with it. <laughs> So here, let me get that off your uh, shoulder there. <laughs> <laughs> Some dandruff, but now he's perfect. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's basically it in a nutshell. I mean, it's just like I, I thought it was kind of a shitty deal. Uh, it looked the intelligence community was saying it was working. I don't know if that's true or not. 
Uh, but now Iran is all pissed off at us again. Well, that's so my. I'd, I'd like to hear why you, you think it's good, though. That's my. I don't even know if it's good, Frank. but I think the idea is that it's better than the alternative Trump is proposing, which is nothing. Like, if you want to make a better well, he deal, says that he wants fine. to fine. Like, but have a better deal in place before you cancel the deal we had that, by all accounts, was working. Yeah. Well, you can't do that per se because they're not going to go for it. You have to force them to it. Same but way we're, we I mean, we're not even sure that Obama gonna, was like the like most of Europe seems to be committed to it. So us pulling out, I don't even know if that's going to do anything. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it does look a little bit like it's just going to fuck us in gas prices. Well, and I think and that's about I it. I think it's like it's em- emblematic of the way that Trump handles deals, pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord and not offering. Like I mean, he, there's a he bit of a difference there. We then. were we were fit, footing the bill for a lot of people in that situation where no one else was. That's fine, but it, but what I'm saying, what the the trend seems to be is, you know, we'll pull out of NAFTA or at least the threat. We'll pull out of the Paris uh, Climate Accord and the TPP, and but and but he always adds the the asterisk. But we're gonna we're gonna work towards something better. But we're not. We're not working towards anything better. And so if we're just Well, we have been. To... I mean, just look at NAFTA. We have been working towards something better, and we're pretty damn close. The only people who are holding it up was Peña Nieto and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Justin Trudeau. Like, they're the only guys I holding do it up. Agree, I do agree with you that, like, NAFTA has taken a little bit of a different course than the others, but there was never an intention to re-talk about TPP or the Paris Climate Accords that it was said at the time that we would negotiate better deals because that was the whole that was the whole campaign thing right like we're gonna we're gonna make good deals because that's what I do that's why I'm in court um you know so I I don't know I just think that and the other thought I, I I just think that like well when we pull out of something like this that seems to have worldly consequences especially like with people's economies and deals that are tied to the sanctions that hadn't existed for a period of time yeah um we should actually be working to make a better deal and i don't see a lot and, of that well my worry also is that it's it's just like if we're trying to get kim jong-un to come to the table and make an agreement why would he want to do that if he sees us breaking agreements we've already made left and right like, does it not stole my our, first, our, <laughs> undercut our credibility a little bit? You stole my full circle moment, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was, was saving it for Korea. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shouldn't have waited, sir. No, I mean, but, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's a pretty easy one. Like, first off, it, it doesn't really matter what Kim Jong-un thinks. If he's, It's not like this is the straw that's going to break the camel's back. He's going to listen to what we have to say if he, if he does it. We'll get to the North Korea thing. But I keep seeing liberals take that approach, We've and I don't. Getting... I don't think that's a very good approach. Coming out and saying, "Well, oh look, now all of a sudden, no one's going to want to do business know... with us." It's like, no, <laughs> I don't it's know a shitty if deal. The best and that's approach... the whole point. I don't so think. It, I don't know if the best. I don't approach think it necessarily was a shitty is, deal. Like, well, we we'll get to the cons- North Korean thing. Yeah. Like, well, are we saving the North Korea get... thing for a, a little bit later? Because I thought that was your idea. Oh, I, that's okay. 
Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize you meant. So that w- that was an interesting moment in my head where I thought that, that you were speaking for the country, not about the context of the show. So you're right. <laughs> and I just said that a second ago. So we should save the North Korea thing. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. So let's move forward on Iran, <laughs> which is what we we're talking about. Right. I just don't I don't understand that. I think that's a very. I don't think that's an effective argument to just go. Oh well, we can't pull out of this. No, deal I'm not that we saying. Don't think is very I'm not good saying we have to stay in agreement. Because everyone won't like it anymore. Yeah, and I'm I'm not arguing that we should stay in an agreement just because we entered it. If it is a bad agreement, we definitely should get out of it. But what yeah. I think I agree with Brandon. I haven't heard a better one, and I think that like. If you can say the Iran right. deal is bad, but we got a it, lot of concessions from Iran, and that's a country that's not big on giving concessions. So, it, like to an extent, it was working, mm, and they had I like yeah, we had to give them a twenty-four day warning. But man, cleaning up nuclear isotopes that last billions of years, like twenty-four days, is not a lot of time. Yeah, no, I get it. I just I don't know of any concessions we got from them other than like well hey, that they wouldn't well, they wouldn't you're rich, able to monitor their and shit, they won't enrich like, uranium past like what 0.3 percent like 95 percent less than what they would yeah. need to make it like that's a huge concession yeah that isn't yeah that is important um again but even trump addressed that and it should it should make fucking israel happy as well the the iran deal in that respect because you now have people that yeah, sure. There's, there is. I agree with you that like giving them almost a month is like, all right. Well, isn't that kind of what we did when we were looking for weapons of mass destruction? We were just like, oh, well, he's we got can't yellow cake, yet. and look out for that right. yellow cake. And so, or at least that's what we were told. So, you know, I get that like it's not a perfect deal, but I don't understand what I don't see a better deal. That that's one that's my problem, and this does have well, like in big my effect. My thought was like, um, what did we give up with this Iran deal? Like, we got the ability to monitor them to make sure they didn't enrich uranium. What did we give up exactly? What were we losing? So here's the thing: you guys got to remember too is that nothing happens overnight. Like when there, when he says that there's going to be a better deal coming in place, we, we're just now getting the sanctions back in place. It takes time to get all this stuff together. So for you guys just wanting to be like. Where's the new deal? Come on, dudes. Where is it? Like, well, no, no it but this time. is a, not that's, get it this is a habit that Trump yeah, has. That's not, that's not a, Trump has this habit of saying, oh, I'm going to make the best deal. But, dude, I've never seen details of any of his ideas. And when I do, the, like the infrastructure well, bill. And this is like you've seen this up on NAFTA, and that's here, great. We've seen uh, details here, in the infrastructure bill. That look, that's been so, great. I mean, here's the thing: the infrastructure bill. Like, I don't think that was great. That was relying on a lot of private sector money, which is like, I I think is going to lead to a lot of undercutting of people, and then people doing shoddy jobs, which we already have a problem with, which is why we have crappy infrastructure. No, I I think it'd be a a hell of a lot better than giving it to to the government to just give them a a trillion dollar blank check and say, "I hope you guys don't waste money." No, but I think there's a happy medium between the two. Here's here's the here's the thing. I don't think that um, that it's fair to. First of all, Donald Trump campaigned on the Iran deal being a horrible deal, right? Right. So, like, they've had time. 
They've had time to be working on this. They don't have an administration because nobody has a job anymore. So, like, (laughs) I get it. It's tough when you've got six fucking friends that are working with you. But the fact of the matter is he campaigned on this. This is something that's that's been being talked about for two years. Is it the American public's fault that he didn't have a fucking strategy before he won the election that he didn't think he was going to win? It's not. They should be working on this shit. And it's and I I don't think I don't think it's a reasonable it. complaint for you for anyone to be upset with people questioning well where is the better deal? Where's the better okay. idea here? Here's what I think you guys are missing. The sanctions. That's what it is. That's what he's doing. And you get rid of this deal that we don't think is any good and you impose the sh- the sanctions again. And the whole point of that is to put economic pressure on Iran, yeah. and then it forces them back to the table. Well, yeah, but we That's, did that first. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. No, but we already – Obama worked. already got did to that. the table, so now we're doing that. Obama did the sanctions, and then he got the concessions, deal. which was that they wouldn't enrich uranium. Like, I don't know what more we want from them. Like, what more does yeah. Trump want them to do now? Right. Let us invade their country? Like, at a certain point, Plus, they're going to stop. Plus, we had access to – yeah, but I, I would think we had think access unlimited. to monitoring them that we're not going to have now. Again, it's not full monitoring. It's okay. Here's the no-go zones, and then here's the stuff you can monitor, but you gotta let us I know. I get it. Uh, so, it's not perfect, but it's more than we have. Yeah, again, I get it, but they're not North Korea. They're not at a stage where in two, three years they're going to be able to nuke us. They're just not. We have time to put economic pressure on them to put them, bring them back to the table. So that's what I think you guys are just missing, the fact that that's the plan. Like, you keep asking for the plan, and that's what it is. It's the same that Obama used. It's put economic pressure on them, bring them back to the table, renegotiate terms. I just want to know what the renegotiated terms are, because I don't know what more we I would want think that them. it would be the same thing, just with more access. That's my guess. And I really don't think they're going to go for that. <laughs> well, it depends on how much pressure you put on them. Uh, no, obviously well, the whole world remember, is against though, us on this, like, so it's not going to be as much pressure yeah, as we want. Like, because they're getting fucked too by us pulling. Well, out and of I think this. what like oh. they because by imposing sanctions, we're fucking over our allies too. Well, the first time so we did it, now the first time we imposed sanctions, it worked. With, but that was because we got all of our allies to agree, like, hey, we're doing this. We didn't spring it on them one yeah, day. Europe is very heavy on this whole "let's be friends, even if you want to kill me" thing. I don't know why, but Europe's just all about it, especially right now. So they're going to keep pushing this with everybody, whether it's North Korea, whether it's Iran, whether it's just anybody who's like, hey, I'm kind of a bad guy. They're going to be like, no, it's cool. We like you. So they're going to keep coming to Iran and being like, no, it's it's fine. Whatever you want to do. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's not kind of like it was before where the world was kind of united with America right, at the forefront we, saying whether, no. whether or not we whether or not we agree with the with Europe's stance what we have to recognize is the fact that like the agreement was made by Europe Europe and us and so we all started our businesses started selling shit to Iran right now that these these sections are going back into effect all of our allies are hurt. That's not putting us in great standing in the world. Well, it's, it's not. It, again, yes, is it important that there's going to be some inconveniences? Yes, but it's it's not. Even, it's nominal on the grand scheme of things. It's not going to be like our, any of our economies are going to collapse because we're no longer trading with Iran on certain things. You know, the sanctions don't cover everything. 
So Right, but what I'm saying is that we're forcing the rest of the world's hand on this. Like, this is going to... Because we're going to now impose sanctions, and we're going to impose sanctions on businesses that do business yeah. with Iran. So that would be all the German companies and the French companies and the, the British companies and whatever. So we're hurting our standing with those countries and I wouldn't with be those too worried leaders. about it we just saw macron over here saying like yeah he's i don't think he's gonna do it but i'm still gonna show up he was and... trying to he was trying to keep the fucking deal he even like, knew i mean shit they had the interview beforehand he was like i don't think anything's gonna change donald trump's mind but here i go and even after right. he did it he was like okay well it's called playing gonna, nice we're still bitch. gonna work with them so i don't think it's as detrimental as you guys are making it out to be I think that it's... I don't think it's... De- no, dude, I don't think it's detrimental. I think it's a dumb move. Like... Well, it's only dumb if it doesn't work. Like I said, it's like going on fourth down. And if it works, you're a fucking genius. If it doesn't work, you're fucking stupid. So if it works... How long is it... How long it did it work? It takes time, dude. It's not going to be a month. <laughs> like, it just isn't. What I'm, it's telling, what I'm asking you is we've done sanctions. Yeah. How successful were they? Pretty successful if by your standards. You got all the concessions that you wanted. Yes. Because we gave – I mean, I guess if you're going to spin it that way. <laughs> well. <laughs> sure. So let's just fuck them in the – like, I don't care about Iran. What I care about is, the, like – the the other fallout from it, which they're like, it may not be yeah, I, I as detrimental. I, again, I think if you, if the the rallying charge was this is mildly inconvenient, I'd be like, yeah, I'm for that. The problem is they're saying it's doomsday, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not that big a deal. No, like, no, this is I don't kind think of it's doomsday, but I just think it's something that no, I don't wasn't either. A smart play. Yeah. Again, we're gonna have to wait and see. It's not a great. I didn't think that. I mean, I've been talking about the Iran deal for a long time, and I've always said I don't think it's a great deal. So if it comes something better from it, okay, great, awesome. But it, uh, the, it, the, the problem I mean, is I'll, if that nothing comes better for it, we're at a worse spot because we just got rid of a good deal Yeah, then it nothing. sucks. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It is a but gamble. Again, That's what, I just don't typically still, like gambles because they're not 100%. Again, I don't want someone, it's not that big of a gamble. It's if Iran feel, getting nuclear weapons. The Obama days. Iran getting nuclear no, weapons. No, I mean, we can still a, stop them. You know, we can still stop them easily if we uh, wanted to. Ask we North Korea don't. how good we can stop someone from getting north, uh, nuclear weapons. Again, <laughs> yeah. again, we just right? didn't. We could have done it any damn moment. We just didn't. I mean, I don't do know. You say that like I we could have assassinated Fidel Castro, who was ninety miles away from Florida. But we, you know, yeah. it's not just that as easy as. But that, we I didn't. Think. We tried. Uh, it, it, but it's not as easy as I just wanting Trump's to do showing something. Us it's pretty fucking easy to actually just do this shit. Like he's making good on promises that every other president was like i mean we're gonna promise it but we're not actually gonna do it because it's gonna be terrible and he's just like right yeah, I'm just and gonna do we it. haven't had enough and we also haven't had enough time to see what the implications of those actions are uh, that's true it takes time but uh, you know if the idea was that we can't do this because it's going to be immediate fallout well it's not it hasn't been so it's fine but what we'll use your own point it takes time it does we ha- we'll we see we haven't had I mean, enough fucking time. butterfly effect it could it could Cause some sort of crazy rift or something that we just can't foresee right now. Yeah. Well, I think the volcano in Hawaii coincidence. Oh (laughs) shit! Didn't even connecting the dots. Holy shit! (laughs) No, No. we're gonna have to fucking wait and see. But again, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I thought the Iran deal was shit. I don't understand why people are so bent out of shape about it. And well, here let's use it as our segue. In the same week um, that we're that we're 
pulling out of the Iran deal, we decided to open the um, new embassy in neighboring Israel. Promises um, kept. That's a promise yeah. kept. That's fine, but like that is also a stupid move. Way to give up our leverage w- to get Palestinians to the fucking table. Oh yeah, because that's worked every time. No, I don't think it was a stupid move. No, it hasn't because we haven't actually made an attempt. We don't. The fact of Jimmy the Carter's is the gonna come over government. and smack you. So is all these other presidents. <laughs> G- <that> have- <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's like the only one that gave a shit. The American government as a whole does not give a shit about the Palestinian people. Barack Obama gave that, a shit. Barack Obama did give a shit. So what's your point? And your side <laughs> fucked everything <laughs> over. So, like, Barack Obama wasn't an effective president because there were some jackasses in the fucking Tea Party that came into power because a bunch of yeah. morons fucking voted. Now the entire Democratic <laughs> Party is jackasses, and he's still getting shit done. Holy fuck. So it, so is the entire fucking Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only about 50% of those guys that suck right now. So and this, yeah, this is probably about like seventy eight percent of Democrats that suck right now. Claire McCaskill, you're one of the good ones. So I think we'll keep you. Go on. All right. <laughs> no, we'll pause on that. I had nothing to say. <laughs> so the, no, I don't. I don't think that. I think that that is that that was leverage and he gave it up for free because he wanted to because Donald Trump only gives a shit about like the campaign promises or his deals that he has to make like I have news for you that 40% isn't going to fucking save you this time again so, watch the polls it's more than 40% and I don't give it's a fuck people I, that are growing so again I don't he, he, I, people like what he's not, doing. Polls are fake. Remember, it's, well, it's not, also he, not fucking to swing with swinging between four to uh, five points is not growing by like it is growing. And no, it's like the, it, most presidents it, it, swing between way more than that in their first year. Trump has had the least amount of movement in his polls in the first year of presidency. Yeah, so. yeah, that's fine. And again, like I said, I always give my little my little padding there. And I've told Brandon multiple times that it wasn't that the polls were fake; it was, they were misreported. They weren't being represented correctly. So that was the difference. So if we look at this through across all polls, we see him rising up, and a, a lot of it, I think, does have to do with him keeping these promises. And making good on on these things that he said he was going to do. This thing is again as early as March but, of last but year, dude, at, or no, of this at, fuck of this year. Ninety senators voted to move the fucking embassy, and zero voted against it. Ten just didn't vote. So we've been saying we're going to do this forever, and then everyone freaks out whenever we actually fucking do it. What's the fucking point? Right, but it. It was the leverage. There's no like, fucking leverage. It, was. it wasn't going to work because it hasn't been working. This idea that all somehow he, Palestine is going to be like, had oh, to do, finally, let's, let's do this. Look, all he had to do, I'll tell you how it would have worked. Donald Trump could have gone to fucking Netanyahu and could have been like, you know what? We're going to give you the fucking embassy. And, as a res- and what you're going to do for me is you're going to stop fucking construction in, on the West Bank. You're going to stop expanding Jewish settlements on the West mm-hmm. Bank. And then he could have gone across the fucking street to Hamas and been like, look, or not fucking Hamas, well, it is. the actual <laughs> pa- it is, but like, there's an actual Palestinian government oh, that is I know. not Hamas. I mean, I'm um, sure Hamas has bought them. Like, it's clear so that Hamas that's is fine. the show. That's fine, but here's here's the thing. Like, if Hamas is a terrorist organization and we actually run... Well, they're an organization that supports terrorist tactics. We actually recognize the other 
body of government. We go to those people and we say, come to the fucking table. They're going to stop fucking, they're going to stop settlements on the West Bank. You're going to come to the table. They're going to get the embassy and we're going to fucking make something for you in Jerusalem and give you whatever, half of it. That's how you fucking negotiate that. Instead, we gave it away for free so we could have a right-wing rally in the fucking Holy Land. That's what we did. I'm pretty sure people have been trying to make that deal for a while. I don't think that no one's thought of that before. You know what I mean? Like, it seems pretty obvious that they've been like, hey, guys, you just need to stop saying you're going to kill all of the, you know, the Israelis. They don't want to do that. They don't want to see any but sort no, of recognition of Israel. Look, that's I get their it. thing. But 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 in that, you're not asking them for that. You just said part of you're your not deal. That. Part of your deal was that we're well, going to move yeah, the embassy because it to is... Israel. That automatically is a no go for Palestine. Right. But what you but what you're doing is you're also giving them part of Jerusalem. That'd be great. But again, I don't think you're going to Every... get either side to to agree to that. It's just that's fine, but we're not even trying it when we just give it away. I, again, I, I think we've been trying. It hasn't worked, so now we're doing this. It's not like no one else has tried to do this. I mean, that's a lot of that's lot, that's. If we could drive down the hypothetical, I mean, no, it's not. Come on, we've been trying to do this for forever. I think if we drive down the hypothetical highway and we say, "Hey, in this scenario, everyone wants to make a deal, and it's just going to be fine." Then we end up with it being fine, but the reality is, is that these guys hate these guys, and it's the other way around. And I'm sure someone has been like, "Hey, can we show up and give you some of this? Would that be fine?" And Jerusalem or fucking Netanyahu was like, "No, fuck that. We're not doing that." And I'm sure they came up to Hamas and like, "Hey, can we say let's not kill the Israelis?" No, we're not fucking doing that. Again, these guys don't want to make a deal together, so I think it's really hard to sit there and be like, "Well, it's just easy. Let's just do it." can't i get it. it i get it it's not it's not all fucking roses and butterflies but what i do but i don't know man i do think that holding on to that is the only thing you have over israel and now what do you have i think that it's kind of important just to show that hey we're serious you, you need to come to the table and offer something or we're just going to side with jerusalem and that's the way or not just with we've, the israelis we've, I mean, we're always <laughs> just siding with jerusalem he loves yeah, but this is kind of the next. This is the next step. Yeah, they do kind of have a, a ridiculous thing going on here. Yeah, but so like this was just icing on the whatever. Tape. Like this did you didn't have to do this to. But see in that general, Trump clearly had a preference. In in general, that's America's feeling about Israel. Like Trump is just reminiscent of the feeling that has existed amongst generations before ours. Right. Millennials actually don't look at Israel in the same way that our parents do. Right. Um. You know, like we recognize the fucking genocide, um, which is so, that, isn't that kind of weird? Because it's like they lived through that happening, like the the last generation. They saw them be the invaders. Now our generation's grown up just with Israel being Israel. But they don't. But but yeah. But they don't think about it that way because what they think about is how horrible Hitler was, and the Bible <laughs> says that this is where this fucking land is so we're just gonna give it to these people yeah, and everyone fuck got the other people yeah if you look at it uh, their holy text so right but, but i get it so, they like the bible so that's that's the one that they go and to. i think that's that's probably the difference though is the difference between the generations and why we don't look at israel the same way as our parents is because we're less religious generation yeah as a like, whole who the fuck cares what it says in this book <laughs> like, right 
don't, you know I don't that know. you know that book is old, right? Like, <laughs> you know humans just suck. saying humans suck and they lie, <laughs> and this is a fucking old book. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. No, but I think that when it comes to this this move, and we saw protests, um, which I'm sure we we have to touch on because they happened. Um, you know, we in what was 60, it, 60, 60 people killed. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys did you watch any of the videos uh, from the people reporting there uh, on the border? No, I watched it. Be- I watched a little bit before the protest started. It like, was... I watched it as the roads were starting to get blocked. Yeah, well, I was watching people before it happened, and it was sad and infuriating and just frustrating and like. There was guys coming up here that they were Palestinians, and they were just like, yeah, we're going to go storm the border. We're probably all going to get martyred, but, you know, hey, what can we do? And I'm like, just don't do it. They're going to shoot you. Don't do it. Nah, it's just that's what we're going to do. And sure as shit, they stormed the fucking border, and they got shot. And it's like, just, just stop. Well, <laughs> just yeah, but you can say it. the same thing about a lot of people who have been oppressed, like, you know, like the Tibetan monks don't yeah. self immobilize, but they're doing it to protest something that, right. injustice. Well, yeah, that's, I get it. That's the whole. If my like, if well, my there's dad a difference ever... between the protest and the, the violent aspects to it. And I know that people don't want to report on the violent aspects, but they did happen. We watched the video, or at least I watched the video. Right. They they if there's if there's anything that I learned from my dad, it is that people that that don't have anything have nothing to lose. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure that's been my um, warning about North Korea for the past two years. So I get it. Trust me that if people who are desperate, it comes into desperate times. But at, at the same time, I, I think that, you know, a lot of liberal media sources just jumped on right away that, oh, OK, this is Israel. They're just killing everybody. And they weren't just. Killing well, we should point out, too, that Hamas like made a statement saying that the majority of those 60 people were members of Hamas. So yeah, like, well, and that was what Israel had said too is that which, Hamas had decided had used this protest as a means to try to attack Israel, to try to get people th- across the border and to try to plant bombs and do shit crazy shit. And Israel was saying, "Hey, we stopped these guys. We saw them, we identified them, we singled them out from the crowd, and we did that." So it does kind of look like that's what happened, but a lot of the liberal news stations were just like, nope, this is the way it is. And a lot of the conservative you know, places were like, nope, they were all evil and terrible. And it's like, all right, guys, come on. There's right. There's a little – there's a narrative here that's being lost because we just want it to be our version. And it's like just watch right. the footage. It's right there. Yeah, both sides, both sides look at it in black and white terms and like – and another thing too is this was this was planned a long time ago because this was on the 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 protest itself was on the anniversary of the what do they call it the great tragedy or um uh, that's not right great massacre no or, the, no mm, I, I'm I lost I it. don't know but I know, yeah I know. it was on that anniversary so a lot of people are saying like Trump this is in a direct result because of Trump it's like no this is something that they had planned for a long time and it was going to happen regardless. It was horrible right. optics having Ivanka and Jared Kushner fucking, you know, in uh, – that was terrible. The administration. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. so, so let's move on now to how this plays into North Korea. It doesn't. It does. <laughs> um, because I think Frank's point is better than yours, but let's explain yeah. that um, – 
I'm I'm going to save that sound clip, by the way, of you saying that my ideas are better. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, North Korea is now up in the air on whether they're going to talk with, whether they're going to meet with Donald Trump. They just canceled a meeting with President Moon of South Korea. Um, And this all came because they, because South Korea and the United States decided to do military drills, Did which we were because that, that's yeah. So they stupid. no the the government came out and said like these were pre scheduled. Or I don't know if it was the U.S. I think South Korea. One of the two countries came out and I heard it on the radio this morning that they had said that like hey these were pre planned, but that like is so disappointing. Wasn't, wasn't that part of the agreement? Was that we weren't. I would think so. Or like, I mean, I, they're just drills, and that's always been our excuse. Is like, uh, we're not saying they're in preparations for an invasion, but if we ever wanted to, that's the con, you know, the subtext there. So I think, right? I, I, uh, that's really disappointing because I obviously we had talked about that. I'd heard that, and I was thinking that was probably going to be the case. Uh, Although I still like, I still don't buy it, man. I'm like, I'm calling, I'm. I'm looking up at the imaginary board that we haven't mentioned in very many moons. Because I want too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it just wasn't and, I, and I'm just I'm just looking at when I put it up there that like J- Kim Jong Un punked all of you bitches. Like this was always the plan. I that's, still that's 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 my opinion. This was always the plan. Trump is a guy who fucking. Opinion. He plays poker with his cards already on the table before there's any bet. Trump wants a deal, and he's and he's going to do anything he can to get a deal. They already set the expectations too high. They already announced the meeting. See, I think you have they that already started. Around. They already started talking Nobel Peace Prize, right? Yeah. So that first of all, I think that's the first thing to go with these new developments. Well, there's first no of all, peace prize anymore. Even if this was going to play out exactly the way that conservatives and you know Trump supporters wanted it to be, he wasn't getting that peace prize because you have to, the cutoff dates in February. So regardless, he wasn't going to get it this year. So I know that that was a big deal. It's like, if they don't give it to him this year, it's going to be hell to pay. It's like, no, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to get it. Who the fuck so, was saying that? <laughs> Shut up. Fucking dumb. It's super frustrating seeing it online. Uh, now obviously, this that throws everything into, into question here, but I think you get them mixed around. I think that Kim Jong-un is the one who is desperate to make a deal here. Um, I just think that I, I'm kind of on his side at this one. Like, he, he, I've I would feel fucked too if I was like, all right, I'm going to denuclearize. It's going to be great. I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to make this big overture that the war is over and all that. And then like three weeks later, you put fucking war games on my yeah. border. It would al- fuck you. It would almost be like, like if you were right. Iran yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> the Americans said like, hey, let's cut this deal, and then they immediately shit on the deal. Wouldn't you be upset? Yeah, I, uh, I think that's a little bit different here, since obviously Obama being very different from Trump. It's it's a little bit yeah, a little bit black. different if Obama made that deal and then three weeks later was like go fuck yourself. But again, this is something that Trump and Moon and especially Moon that's the <laughs> one that the really deal. disappoints me. I could see Trump doing this, but Moon should have known better. And the fact that the South Koreans themselves, who have been so instrumental in this peace process, 
were like, yeah, no, that's cool. Let's I think fucking shoot some guns. Dude, I think it's really sad that you're shit. like, I expect that from the American president, but the South Korean president should be <laughs> behave better. <laughs> yeah. Well, no let's shit. be honest here. I mean, again, Trump is kind of that wild card where it's like, oh, no, you're, if he, yeah, he's you're right. wants he wants to use the military. Remember, yeah, no. too, remember, too, that not only did we, like, start talking to them about the meeting and the, the you know, denuclearization, and then three three weeks later, we decided that we were going to do do drills. But in the two weeks prior to that, we fucking went back on other deals that we already fucking had. So what is Kim Jong-un, what is Kim's motivation well, now? Well, like, to to That's shake hands. Well, and part of part of what they call out too is uh, John Bolton specifically got mentioned. I know like Kim did not mention Trump, but he mentioned John Bolton by name as a reason why they because he's been you know since he worked for Bush for the last fifteen years he's been very hard on North mm-hmm. Korea, saying that they'll never concede and that we just need to you know go after them. Yeah, again. Uh. Again, I think that we just fucked up. I think me, the Americans and the South Koreans fucked up. I think we're going to have to go on uh, every conservative's favorite thing, an apology tour. And we're going to have to go. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad I'm you sorry. called it that. Well, that's what it's going to have to be. I wasn't going to let you not. Yeah, that, that's what it's going to have to be. We're going to have to sit there, fucking put our tail between our legs, look down at the ground, shuffle our feet, and say, I'm sorry. Won't and do if it there's again. anybody. And if there's anybody that I trust to be able to do that, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> no, again, that doesn't make it very doesn't make it very promising. Uh, and again, it, it, it's an uh, this is a problem entirely of our making. You know, it's just that. How could you be that stupid? I don't get it. I don't understand how, you know, two countries that have worked so hard for this could just be that fucking stupid. Um, but whatever. That's how I guess that's what's happened. So again, we'll like I I still believe that. I still believe there's more to that China meeting that as soon as we announced that we were willing to meet with Kim Jong-un, China was like, hey, why don't you bring your armored train this way? We got to chat. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I'm like, I, I'm the first person to be like, fuck conspiracy theories. But like, I'm the guy here no. that on that day was like, we're going to get played like. He's going to fucking make this See, meeting. He just was, got weapons three weeks ago. Why would he be willing to give them up how now? Does that, how does that China meeting play into it? Okay, hold tight. I guarantee the South Koreans and the Americans are going to do something really stupid that will totally justify you in the eyes of the whole world. You just hang tight. Like, well, I don't, <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly how it went. <laughs> you know the Chinese are smarter than us. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I don't buy it. I think that remember. Remember when this show <laughs> used to be fucking stiff and like, it was like, don't cuss, don't make jokes. That was you. Ugh. I remember a time, Brandon. <laughs> I know. I'm I, counting I your cuss words, Brandon. I remember well, a time when you used saying. to get on us for cursing. I don't know what the fuck happened to that, but I know. Yeah, no well, shit. Like it's really hard I, not I used to, to curse. Be, right, it is. And for me, it's like oh, so many things are hard to not. Oh, that's what she said. This, I thought about it too. <laughs> I know. I've been watching The Office lately, and I thought it too. Um, no time. <laughs> no, don't do it. Oh, anyway, yeah. So that's foreign policy. Everything's fucked. It. Yeah, dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> This 
The Daily Beast reports President Trump's personal attorney received hundreds of thousands of dollars from a company linked to a Russian oligarch. It is confirming claims made by Stormy Daniels attorney Michael Avenatti. He tweeted Tuesday suggesting the money could have been used as part of a payment to Stormy Daniels. We have people coming into the country, trying to come in. We're stopping a lot of them. But we're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. Donald Glover, otherwise known as Childish Gambino, released a powerful music video over the weekend. It's already gotten more than 50 million views on YouTube. The four-minute piece shows the rap star grinning and dancing while chaos completely unfolds in the background. And while we should mention the video does have a disturbing twist, some say the message is profound. Alrighty, now let's do this rest of the bye week i don't know <laughs> fuck it we're i'm not changing that it's too late um, it's done. how lgbtq of you it's done <laughs> right all right so let's get into some other shit here um last i guess it's, it was the last week i don't know sometime since 50 was shot michael cohen's bank records were released um and the liberal news media flip shit on it for, I don't know, what, like 48, 72 hours? I haven't heard it for the last couple of days. No. Although I haven't been watching as much for the last couple of days. I haven't been watching it but, all the last couple um, of days. But, yeah, it seemed like a story that it would seemed, die it down. It seemed like it kind of, yeah, just kind of fizzled out after a couple of days. Um, I'm sure but AT&T is Let's talk is about it about because... It. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no shit. So what was the deal there? It was that Cohen had b- been basically presenting himself as like, it's pay hey, to play. If you want, everyone knows it. it basically, that's right? certainly what it I looks mean, like. Kinda, I mean, uh, we all kind of I mean, know that's par for the course. Is there's just a little layer of irony in it because that was such a a huge yeah. fucking layer. Of it's irony. like they took that out and they just like <laughs> layered it like eight times thick because that was a huge rallying cry for lock her up during the election. You know, campaign was that right? It's, she's pay to yeah. play. The Clinton Foundation's corrupt, and then all of a sudden, Michael Cohen appears to be the most knowledgeable man on the fucking planet, where everyone is <laughs> yeah. like, "No, I gave him some advice on how to cook a uh, filet mignon." And he paid me a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like we ain't buying it, buddy. We know what this is. Like, come on. You should be a lawyer, yeah. Mitch. You missed a calling. <laughs> that was. What's more, I, I was what's almost most, convinced. <laughs> <laughs> what's most interesting about the story is that Michael Avenatti, Story Daniels' lawyer, is the one who, at least, is claiming. That this came from him, which might actually turn out to be a bad play that he was claiming this. Um, but so that because they've opened an investigation into like, how do you have? Yeah, how do you seem to know everything? Like, oh, right. How do you have Michael Cohen's bank records? And like, you know, everybody came out and confirmed it. So it's not like we don't have to debate whether it's real or not. Yeah. It's real. Um, but what the media ran with was, I guess, a company that is tied to a Russian oligarch, which paid, like, weird numbers of 
money is yeah they all they all magically a few, a few million to Random Russians. Oh my gosh! No, I watched this whole. Um, Rachel Maddow was out that day, so that Joy lady filled in, and I watched. But it, it's, it's Joy Reid. But it's it's exactly like the Rachel Maddow show, even when she's filling in. She even makes the same lame jokes with the same lame delivery at the exact same lame yeah. timing. Like it's. I think it's. Stupid I think how the, fabricated the bigger question here. The bigger question here, Mitch, is why the hell are you watching the Rachel Maddow show? I'm more liberal than you, and no I don't watch shit. that show. I watch like, MSNBC sometimes. Like that's that's what I like to do to to have a hilarious laugh. That's but I hate that that's I hate that that's your idea of all liberals because that is no, not it's all not. liberals. I, I, that is that is those yeah, liberals. I temper that it's off like, of NPR. It's like comparing the right. It's the it's the. It's comparing the Tea Party the, to the yeah, Republican to me, Party. NPR, like, there's a group of jackasses exactly. within. To me, NPR is a good representation of the liberal mindset. To me, MSNBC is not. I could be wrong about that. But, again, if I want to actually th- know what liberals are thinking, I go look at NPR rather than MSNBC. See, I'm the... I'm the same right. way with The Hill. I think The Hill is a much better representation exactly. of conservatism than yep. Fox is. Exactly. But it's good to get a little caricature sometimes. But it was... Hilarious, <laughs> yeah, because that's what it is. Because that's a fucking it cartoon is. over there. It's like that whole channel <laughs> is a cartoon yeah. of what news is. They, it was the crazy. Like I, we should link to it just so that anyone listening can enjoy it as much as I did. Because it was next level fucking connect the dots. She was like, "Just wait with me." Whenever the host of the Rachel Maddow show is saying, "Now stay with me," because it might seem a little disconnected here for a second. <laughs> you know you're going to some weird fucking places. And they were yeah. they were connecting all the dots and it was like and so it's collusion and like it was ridiculous. It was really funny. But no, they they clearly have well, jumped off that ship here. It's good to know there's an Alex it's a good to know there's an Alex Jones on the left <laughs> yeah. just to keep things interesting. <laughs> It is literally that entire network. It's just like I'm yeah, not gonna I, lie to you. Again, I, I still can't get over how striking it was that it was the same show without Rachel Maddow, and I, it makes me wonder: is that it, actually well, Rachel Maddow? It or actually is this just the. It actually, it actually always is. Yeah. Like so, basically, it's and just the showrunners. Notice I guess, it with just like that's their take. It is. That's their. That's their. It's not only their take. I think that because Sean Hannity appeals to a certain audience and because Anderson Cooper appeals to a certain audience and because Rachel Maddow appeals to a certain audience, they keep people that act and speak that way. And, like, literally, it's just the the teleprompter, but they deliver it the exact same way. But watch, Anderson Cooper was not on tonight. He was off for the night. And the dude that replaced him, whose name I can't remember— was exactly the same as Anderson yeah. Cooper with darker hair and no did he, glasses. Did he giggle like, all the time? That was it. <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> they no. just have Anderson un- doesn't giggle <laughs> all the time. I imagine they have understudies that are just sitting there waiting in the wings, like, like copying their movements and their right. mannerisms. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to tell you, Mitch, that's originally what I was for you. I was supposed to learn all your <laughs> arguments in case I needed to jump in. <laughs> that would have worked out perfectly. I don't know why we didn't do that. <laughs> it's funny though because it's like I thought that like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin were two of the like most like in the way that everyone bitches about the media like people with agendas yeah. that like will say shit that ignoring that, the facts they like the 
ignoring the facts or like putting the obvious spin on it. Like when Republicans say that, like, well, the internet hasn't changed since net neutrality ended. Well, yeah, because it hasn't yeah. fucking ended yet, dumbass. Gonna, like, don't don't be a chode. You know the you know the deal. <laughs> like you're lying. So I hate to go on a, that a fucking, tangent here, but it is kind of relevant to what we just said. Did you guys see oh, the? Be, yeah, be did my you guess. see the MS13? Uh, I'm sorry. The 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 controversy. Yeah, the people are animals controversy. Did you? Yes. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. What was you guys' take on that? I'm curious. I mean, I, I, cl- I thought he well, was talking about first MS of all, let's gang say, members. Ex- but yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. Explain, explain it. Explain the comment for anybody. Well, that that's doesn't the best know, part about Mitch. it because the story, depending on which news source you went to, didn't have the same context than the actual meeting. So the New York Times uh, basically ran the story about how. Trump had brought up, uh, and they had said in their headline, Trump describes illegal immigrants as animals. The problem, and then it goes on this whole thing about it, and it got picked up, it went viral because of people really trust that news source, and they said, you know, okay, that's what he said, and I can see Trump saying that, so that's what happened. The problem was is that he was asked a direct question about MS-13, and he answered it by saying, these guys are animals. So he wasn't talking about... right. The- that's see, that's what I thought too, because I saw the video and I only saw it. Now I did see it from a liberal um, channel, and did they edit I, out the question? And when they <laughs> they edited out the question, and I felt like they edited out half of the response too. He literally, like, what I heard of it was, um, well, we're re- removing people, we're removing them from this country and and then went on to say so what that said to me though i understand that to somebody who isn't looking for the um the what did sean hannity say almost exclusively or whatever (laughs) um like you know there's wordplay with what the fuck's going on here and they do that when they cut clips like this too but when i heard that i was like logically who are we removing from the country criminals because we're not rounding up people exactly. yet that like i mean i mean we but are the but the well, people I'm, that are being right people that are being removed i typically think are like actual right. criminals maybe i'm wrong no that has know. been the, the case um, i mean i mean if you look at the guardian and stuff there are i think obviously cases of people who are getting swept up in that that aren't but the comment right the animal comment as far as i heard it was uh a california sheriff had asked why her count, uh, county was unable to notify ICE when an MS-13 gang member was in jail for a minor crime. And that led to Trump launching into this, you know, uh, about people trying to come in and being deported, who any quote said they were not people, they're animals. Right. So the, the answer was in direct answer response to an MS-13 inquiry. Here's, so I don't, right. here's, my, here's my thing. I don't have a problem with it, but here's how I personally, Brandon Condit, would have said this differently. Because when I hear somebody refer to another person as an animal, for me, like, usually, historically, that has some racial connotation to it. Um, Not about racial, maybe. I mean, if if yeah, you I guess, them, like, I guess monkeys so. or something, like, I could see this definitely racist. Well, I mean, I get, I get the broader sense that you're using it. That it's been used by multiple if, races I'm just to saying, describe yeah. other if, races that they were putting down. So that right. I understand. Yeah. And I'm just saying, in Savages. in the examples that I've seen, in, yeah, that kind of thing, like, you know, I, I don't know. I would have not probably used that adjective, or that, I guess, adjective is how he was using yeah. it. Um, I do... 
But I but I don't I don't have a problem with him saying it because I don't think the sentiment is I don't wrong. Think so either. Like, I would no. say that about ISIS. Yeah. I wouldn't like, say animals, as, but I would as be much like as I, fuck them. You know? As much as I understood why people got upset with the shithole comment, when I saw this one and I actually like looked at the video, I was like, yeah, those are misleading headlines. That's, yeah. that's clickbait. Yeah. That's the problem is that wasn't so, that many, so many established and respected news organizations ran with it. And then I don't know if they've retracted it. I don't know if they've apologized either. To to my knowledge, at this point, they have lo- not yet. A lot of them have. A lot of them have run well, articles it, being like Trump uh, clarifies he was talking about MS thirteen. So they've run that, okay. but they've still spun it as he's I'd like trying to, to see backtrack, the, I think. Yeah, I'd, right. I'd like to see that original article and see if it was updated to see if it. It's just it's another case of what we've talked about over and over again, where like. Technically, they can get away with not apologizing because yeah. the facts are correct. I mean, he look did at, say those right. words. I mean, but the context is all fucking wrong. <laughs> if you're looking at uh, not apologizing, I mean, the McCain remarks we got this week that yeah. they're pretty adamant that they're not going to apologize about. Yeah, that was. Uh, and I think th- that was crazy. I think with the animal thing, well, the animal thing's different because it was on live TV. But I think it's more the fact that it's like leakers or leaks coming, especially with the McCain comments. Yeah. Which, like they don't, yeah, to me, it seems really easy to narrow that the fuck down. How many people were in that room? Seriously. Five? Right. Six? So let's explain explain that for people who don't know that so one of Trump's they were talking, aides. They were, yeah, they were talking about, um, uh, is her name ha- uh, Haskell, the CIA director uh, um, who just got confirmed? Oh, yeah, she shoot. just got confirmed today. Gina. Yeah, Gina. Is it yeah. Gina Haskell? Yeah, uh, Sounds right. so before she yeah, got I confirmed, so. before she had gotten confirmed, McCain was kind of holding up the vote because um, he, you know, obviously being someone who had been tortured, didn't agree with her operating a black site. Right. And then uh, I guess they were having a meeting talking about it in the White House and an aide or someone had said like, oh, it doesn't matter. McCain's dying anyway. Right. And then that information leaked and it was a huge like, you know, the last week has been dominated by. McCain's daughter and a bunch of Republicans calling on yeah, the person to resign, which be fired. The I would not which fire. The problem her. is though. the The problem though is that like the only reason that it's been a story is because they're they're fucking not apologizing for it. If they just came out and said like. Yeah, that was like in bad taste and fuck yeah, that. I still like, think they did come out and say and we the the we, problem was some they of did the people come out there, and say like we hope John McCain's cool, but <laughs> yeah. Well, some know, of the people there not. also like some of the people there when they heard it were like audibly shocked and gasped. So like I don't think it's as easy to narrow down who leaked it because apparently when she said it, like more than half yeah. the room and that was definitely kind of pissed. That definitely played into it. Whenever I was thinking about that, I was like, yeah, it's. It sounded like they said that it didn't go over well at all, and that people didn't address it immediately, but that it was kind of obvious in the room that, like, you just – why the fuck did you just say that? Now, yeah, again, yeah. that being said, I wouldn't fire her. I think that people can say whatever the fuck they want. Is it disrespectful? Yeah, it was. But it was in a closed meeting. It's not like she got up on stage and was like, hey, I'd like to call a news conference. John McCain can go die. <laughs> like, she didn't do that. Yeah. So right. it's not – to me, but I it's wouldn't still fire like, her. Uh, it's it's fucked up. When you're at work, shouldn't you have like higher? If if I was at work and a coworker was dying and he told me to do something and I was like, oh, it doesn't matter, he's dying anyway. I would reasonably expect I <laughs> yeah, would be fired. I would not expect you to. Yeah, be fired. but here's the I would thing, think man. You'd get you're, reprimanded, you're, perhaps. Your your fucking boss isn't Donald Trump. Like the bar is pretty fucking low here. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Gotta get him in when you can. Donald Trump right? Bible. <laughs> 
Just gotta bring it back. Yeah, duh. I mean, I'm just saying Donald Trump's the worst guy ever, right? Well, duh, dude, low-hanging fruit. Why would I climb the tree, man? Like, evolution. That's what it's all about. No, but uh, again, <laughs> right. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done anything. And I think it's going to be – it's obviously a non-story now. Now no you, one's talking about would it. Would you have apologized, though? Do you think they should apologize for it? I, I would have if it – I mean – Yeah, they should They should apologize. I, now, I mean, like, I think it's it, been a week, I think so apologizing yeah. now is just going to cause more scrutiny. And that's but, the ultimate story, I think, is like if you would have come out that day and been like, well, we obviously didn't tell her to say that and we don't agree yeah. with that, I think people would have been like, oh, okay. And she yeah. wouldn't even necessarily – necessarily been called to be fired then I don't, at least I think the administration would, would have been on, like man. we don't agree yeah. with that you know how the liberal yeah, media I mean, is they would. I mean, they, anything they sneeze and they're just like god impeachment but yeah but I think I think it had at least the administration come out and said we we respect McCain because they should I mean like I don't I didn't vote for the guy I, I don't respect, respect the McCain. hell out of him yeah I, I don't really I think that what happened to him is res- terrible I mean I respect anybody who's been tortured serving their country I yeah I mean I think with that, him and I didn't vote for him yeah again I, but I, I think he when he right. says like when he says torture is bad like okay well he's been tortured I think he might know I think he's an authority on I that do. on that subject but I don't I don't really respect much of what he does especially here lately I think he's been petty as fuck I do and I I do res- I I respect him on his record like before his presidential yeah, But run. where does that go cuz there's um, so many people think, like that that have served honorably and then they come out and yeah, they do and, terrible things here, and it's like why no. But he hasn't. He hasn't come out and done terrible the things. Tape. And he was, like he's disagreed. He's disagreed with your president. No, That's he it. did but way he's more. Than, also he been way more than that. He's been independent, like he was pre running for Barack Obama. He was a dick when Obama was president because he was sour that he exactly. didn't get the presidency. He's petty. But the f- yeah, but. I don't know, man. I think he's earned it with Donald Trump. I mean, so and he's yeah, no more those... petty than like Marco Rubio, who like I, I respect oh, him more for doing. Marco more petty. Marco Rubio had the exact Dude, opposite. Marco Rubio would would I, talk that down on Trump until Trump got elected, and now he kisses his ass. Yeah. McCain at least is consistent yeah, with his I, dislike dude, of Trump. I lost. I lost all respect for Rubio. Fuck. Oh Rubio. no way. Rubio's like, still the guy. The, no, he's not at all. Like he can't talk to a fucking camera. He doesn't know what he stands for. Fuck. I don't know what he was doing with that with that <laughs> whole tax comment. But besides that, no. As soon as you see John McCain trying to escape reporters, seriously, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. After they came out that he was the one propagating the piss tape, fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Which we he all know walked was true. into a door that was locked and like kept trying to get out was like i have that was, no comment get me the fuck out I of think here if you put, <laughs> if you put that side by side with sean spicer jumping into the bushes to like <laughs> and then put some I benny this is put some benny homies two episodes there. in a row two episodes in a row that mitch has said exactly that and then last time it was me talking about sean spicer jumping into the bushes <laughs> but we just recreated this from the last know, episode hey it was, it was, hilarious it was so good it deserved to be hit twice that's right right <laughs> yeah when we laugh at it we'll fucking sneak it back in that's that's one of the it's one of the playing jokes um all right let's move forward into something else here i've got um a couple more things We'll do. Let's do yeah, Grinds. Yeah, that's big for that. Missouri. That that's big for us. Um, it's also big for midterms. So it also seems like we might have gotten it wrong from our very sky, you know, fucking scathing conviction from <laughs> what, the week before the week. I 
No, I'm still not convinced of that, and I'll tell you why once we get into it. But let's talk about the developments okay. first, and then we'll tell you why I like. Anyway, so do, go ahead. All right. So the development was that they dropped the the invasion of privacy and the blackmailing charge against Greitens. Yeah, Greitens still is our governor. Going by after the way. him. <laughs> yeah, our governor of Missouri. If you've listened to the show, you should know. Right. But uh, they. I guess if they've said they have not found any evidence of a picture being taken or deleted on his phone, mm-hmm. um, the main reason for what I've heard of them dropping the case is because they found out that Greitens' team was going to have the ability to call Kim uh, Kim Gardner, I believe, is the prosecuting attorney, yeah. Yeah. on the stand. There's a very uh, specific so she reason she dropped the for case, that. and yeah, and now she wants an, a special investigator or one of her aides to file it again, and they that, have a month to do so. That's she, bullshit. She ain't going to do that. But... They might, but if they do, she's still going to end up being a witness, which she's is probably going to have to fuck her. So case. the yeah. thing you kind of left out there is that a, a big development in this story is that they had found evidence that some of the witnesses were being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they were saying, what the fuck? Where is this money coming from? And that's how they were like, we need to call her as a witness and you need to answer for this. Like, what the fuck's going on? And she had the option of answering under oath or dropping the charges or pleading the fifth and she dropped the charges and so she said that oh we can we can refile it i don't think they're going to there's no evidence that any of this well, is, that any of these claims took place and there is evidence that these witnesses were being paid so i but well, i have not heard this at all the, about the payment really because that was like a pretty big thing whenever we were whenever he was giving his uh press conference Oh, the hundred. Okay, well, no, I'm looking it up right now. I've I've heard about this money, but I did not realize it was connected to our yeah. circuit attorney Kim Gardner. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, that's fucked up. Wow, this case yeah. keeps getting. <laughs> so I knew the money. Here's what I'm the money say. to start the case had here's, come from like reputable sources. That's interesting. Yeah, or less here's than what reputable I'll, sources. Here's what I'll say though, in defense of our previous fucking conviction of him, is that like he still needs to close his eyes when the money asked, shots coming. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> when, when I when he was asked about doing all of the stuff, like he never said no, and that was that was a telling thing. I also look at Eric Greitens. Well, he had the affair. We about, know that. Yeah, but he was asked about like the abuse allegation, and I that's the other thing. No, I thought he said that he never f- took any pictures. He's never no, did anything uncon- unconsensual. No, he, he no, he did a walk around answer for like every important question. Was there any abuse? Were you ever like he probably that, was into all rough of that sex stuff. or something? I'm serious. He probably okay. was, and it was like I did or did anything because I heard him say. I know his thing was I didn't I know did today anything he was unconsensual. So he might have. I, fucking... I saw him on the news today, and he's still ducking questions because they asked him about it. And even yeah. with the the trial being dropped, that'd be kind of a fucked up like thing to admit to. to. You know, like you don't they don't look good if you admit to that shit. What I want to know though is was the victim being because this was the victim making money too? Was she because yeah. her testimony said that like a bunch of shit that is it was rape that is why we. It's why we convicted him on the air. Like, because she basically came out was like, because that was the big deal. Is that like, okay, here's the allegations. She doesn't look like she wants anything to do with it. And then she gave her testimony that was like, hey, he fucking raped me. And we were like, oh shit, that changes things. Well, I mean, to be to be fair, she never used those words. She said it was started consensual and then got. Well, yeah, that would be rape. But she never said. (laughs) Yeah, she never claimed those words. She just claimed she was uncomfortable and then he. 
Yeah. I get it. And again, that kind of goes back that goes back to why I think what I think is that we believe he, her. Yeah. I think he was into rough sex with her. It was consensual, but you know, now she was kind of coerced into this this whole thing just blew up and I think she kind of got coerced into giving that testimony. And we'll see. I mean, uh, well, maybe we'll see. I well, I mean, she got she got drugged into this case. She didn't want to, you know, and she yeah, also she didn't want never to from if the you beginning. remember, she she never claimed that a photo was taken. She she claimed that she was blindfolded. She thought she saw a flash and that he said he had taken a photo. So and she that's had no what, proof that one had been taken. Yeah, and that's what she had said to her husband, who was all sour grapes because of the affair. So, again, I think that – I don't think any of this shit happened. I also think – like it. I also think speculating is very fucking dangerous. Well, fuck. I mean, like, what else are we going to do? That's the whole point of the show. Yeah. That's <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> that's fine but i all i'm saying is you're on the record saying what happened to this woman i'm not yeah and i'm I'm saying this is what i think this is what i think happened and i think that and we go ahead we also have to keep in mind that like uh he's still under investigation for misusing his donor list like they're he's not he's gonna get fucked for like he's they're absolutely gonna fuck him on that. Well, he absolutely, he's absolutely they, guilty. I'm sure every reason. again, I'm sure he's absolutely guilty. Like, so if, if they want to get him, well, I'm sure they will. Th- well, yeah, but I mean, they, this was this was way before he even got elected that this shit was brought up. So, like, I, I don't know. There, he's he won't be governor for the whole term. That's my bet. Yeah. So unless they can, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. He, they could paint him sympathetic if something comes out. You know that that. Kim Gardner was really paying off people, and there was this whole witch hunt, and there's a way yeah, to but spin the two, it but the, to make him the sympathetic character. We'll see if it happens, but there's a way to do it. Yeah, but the problem is that the that the Republican legislature doesn't like no, him. No, they don't. They don't want him there. So, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what Missourians think, and witch hunt only goes so far yeah. anyway. Because they already us. cast the, so, the ballot against him. And, you, again, in politics, you can't take it back. You can't say, oh, recent developments have made me change my mind because then you're a fucking flip-flopper. So they have to just go with it. They already said he's out, and they have to say he's out. And they have to keep going. Right. So, anyway. Like people who All say right, that Trump is a in. genius. Yeah, are we going to get <laughs> I, I had to get a low shot there. I can't let Brandon get them all. That's right. Right. You got to plan them better. I actually don't plan them. <laughs> but, um, that, I hate to tell you, Brandon, that comes right. across. <laughs> right. Do you want to do a fun one now? Let's talk This Is America. This was something that actually you Dude. both um, had talked to me about, and I actually watched it right before we started recording. So what were your initial initial thoughts? You're fresh into it. So my initial... Yeah, as someone who my first initial saw thought it. was like, okay, so my initial thought was, first of all, it, that's not my style of fucking hip hop at all. So like when it started and he was doing the oh. goofy dances and Dude, get with all the time, was happening. <laughs> I was yeah, you had two kids like, and you just okay. you got uncool. <laughs> but as soon as as soon as we got to the gunshot, I was like, wait, what? And then, like, so my initial thought, over, like, the my overview here is, like, I have to watch it, like, 30 more yes, times. Yes, Because there's fucking... And what was crazy, too, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, like, I don't understand this, but it's got to be genius. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess... I, should be, I think it I is. I tell people for... 
for anybody who has doesn't know, we're talking about Childish Gambino, his new yes. so, music video for his song "This Is America," which it, and for people it's who don't know, about a week. Yeah, Childish Gambino is Lando Calrissian. So yeah, Donald Glover. <laughs> uh, it's been out for a week. It's got 109 million views. It is. I mean, it was like the it's being meme, dubbed the a cultural phenomenon of, of last week. Yeah. Yes. So and it really here, ushered Childish Gambino in as someone who's been like embraced by especially the left in America. Oh, you know big what, time. You know what I thought, though, too, is that, like, if you were listening to it on the radio ver- versus watching what I would consider more of, like... I had the exact same me, thought. I like, know exactly where you're going. Finish it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm if I'm looking at it, to me, it's presented like art yeah. or, like, theater There's no or something context like that. in the music. But it, like, you need yeah. that No, video. not at all, because... Yeah, because well, he I think, says like because it's got it like a total sense. of maybe one full sentence. No, it doesn't. I'm gonna like, okay. There are a couple lines. I've been dying to talk about. This no, there's actually thing, so I, I'd love there's to. There's quite a bit of lines. The lines just like change very small. Like they're not significant changes. They have the same rhythm, the same cadence, but yeah. the lines do change. The lyrics tell a story, but the the video really like yeah really so, focuses that story down to what it is. So I'll I'll go cosmetic at first and say that. Right off the bat, the video is fucking gorgeous, and it, I think the video itself is goddamn brilliant. I think the music itself is fucking garbage. It's terrible. I could not stand the music See, I, whatsoever. I, I like it. it. Just I'm a. I'm not a big Childish Gambino fan. Like, mumble rap. Oh man, me not at all. Oh but, really? But whenever See, I, I was love, listening to I, his older stuff too, because I've been a big Donald Glover fan since Bro Rape. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, and. Well, oh my God, that was that's him. fucking bro rape. Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Derek TV. That's how he got started. Big black dildo. No, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Xbox. See, but, so I actually I had the opposite, Mitch, where I actually liked his his junior efforts, even as goofy as they were and as nerd filled as they were. He wasn't mm-hmm. like the greatest rapper, but he's really come into himself as a musician. I his thought last yeah, album was the early more stuff. Like, I thought all it was talking about was how fucking great he was, how wonderful he was, yeah. getting with a bunch of jokes about pop culture. Like, yeah, I was like, man, this is this but then garbage. What what changed his last album two years ago? He came out with an album called Awaken My Love. Oh which man, was, I hate that one. It sounded so much more like a Pink Floyd esque, like it, it wasn't hip hop almost at all. It was him singing, and it really like changed the course of his music. And then this album seems to like he's getting back into hip hop, but mixing yeah. it with like a political charge, but also live instrumentation. So he's again, really sticking but cosmetically, that the African chanting at the beginning is, f- it, I loved it. So that when it first started, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is fucking cool. And then he starts doing the dancing, and it just. It, Immediately, that's all you're looking at. So I, I've seen a whole bunch of in-depth going, you know, analysis of this uh, music video. And Brandon, you do need to see it again because I guarantee that first time. I'm actually I'm watching it as we're. Talking I guarantee about the first it, time, so. and pop, probably even the second time, all you're watching is Donald Glover because his dancing just makes. It's the first thing that you know. I oh, tried. I tried so, so hard not to like. <laughs> I like. I tried no, it, so hard like. Because I would keep coming. I did watch everything that was happening in the background, but like I kept going back to yeah. him um, because he keeps making facial expressions and he keeps doing so, like goofy. Yeah, like, so they've deciphered a yeah. lot of this, or at least as far as we can tell, because they asked Donald Glover to explain it. He just said flat out, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but yeah. so so a lot of the things here, um, just some of the things that come to my head, uh, the pants he's wearing are Confederate uh, pants uniform. Um, so there's that. The two chains represent the bondage. The weird movements and the 
uh, exaggerated facial expressions is a reference to Jim Crow and how he was depicted, how black people were depicted in blackface. The caricatures in yeah. blackface, yeah. Yeah, making those weird, goofy um, movements. And, and I mean, and not only that, just like purely um, from a technical standpoint, this music video is composed of like just a couple of long takes. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of edited to almost come across as one long take in an airplane hangar where, yeah. you know, so cop cars are being guess, set on fire and people are being shot. And he's supposed like, to represent point, America and how it's a big yes. distraction from all the things going on. But the one thing that, that really, as soon as I, I, I heard it pointed out to me and I watched it again, I was like, that's fucking insane, was how the, the black people who are killed are treated as opposed to how the gun is treated. So when the black people are killed, yeah. they're immediately just drug they, off scene, and they're they're yeah. just discarded. And the, the gun is handed off into like what like someone holding like a silk scarf to make sure they don't get fingerprints on it. And it's a red silk AK scarf is, too, which is supposed to yes. represent how the the conservatives, the Republicans, how they revere guns and how they you know they're so willing to protect it and, and baby it, and then they just dis- discard the body. No. Can I ask you guys, how much of this do you think is truly, like, 100% planned, and then how much of this is people seeing something they like and (laughs) finding more meaning in it than they originally intended? I'm going to be honest. I I mean, it's 95% planned because I've been been a big fan of Donald Glover through his whole career, through the community and everything else that he's done, and this dude is an intelligent, nerdy motherfucker. Oh, he he definitely is. Dude, it like I'm watching it again. I've watched it twice since we started this, and like it's hard for me while I'm watching it to not think that it's planned. Oh, yeah. Because as you're saying all of this shit, like I had noticed the silk scarf, and I had noticed like uh, like a bunch of the things that you've described. But like as you're describing, like okay, so the horse with the hooded character on it. Is there you got anything for yeah, that? Yeah, they said that was supposed to be a horseman of the apocalypse. Okay. Um it it feels like it like again, yeah, maybe this is like Star Wars fandom and somebody <laughs> just went into this, but like I buy it. Oh, I big time buy if it. If that's the case. Yeah. And even like, the music itself has grown on me since, you know, I, I still don't Oh, me I too. The, I think I, the music is great the way it fluctuates between like almost um Gospel choruses and then like the the tra- like the mumble rap yeah. of the verses. Well, it seems like, like the, yeah. I, as you were, the say- whole point is that it, it, it's a distraction. So even the words themselves, they don't mean anything. Like and then at the same time, whenever I'm listening to some of the lyrics, like we we've all heard, uh, "This is Selly, that's a tool," and then they say that's a double meaning, as in there's a Selly and it's showing a cell block. That's a tool saying this is a tool used to you know, lock up black men right. or they also yeah. have people in the background holding cell phones. And it said, this is Selly, this is tool. And then, you know, we go and talk about it. So there's people using the cell the phone other power thing too to, is, to get the stories out. And that's, I mean, Charles Gambino has messed with that too, because like his first, one of his breakout albums was because the internet, which was all about what the internet has done to us. Yeah. So I totally see that being another thing that he's going to explore. As you're talking about how the black bodies are treated, too, um, like, there's the scene where he walks in, and the choir is singing, and he grabs an AK or whatever and turns around and shoots the whole choir. Um, That's Dylan Roof, right? Yeah, big time. I mean, that's the first thing you think of. Yeah. Or or back in from the, um, what were the bombings back in the 60s when they killed the four little black girls? Uh, Birmingham. Yeah. 
Birmingham. Um, yeah. So that kind of came to mind as well. You know, it's just kind of there's lots of shit going on here, and I also think Den- he's the perfect person to make this because he is that distraction. He's Lando Calrissian. He's in yeah, I mean, the media. Also, if you've yeah, if you go watch his stand up, I mean, you know. It's all pop culture. It's all this. Like, I love yeah. to see someone who's been renowned for being a comedian who hasn't taken stuff seriously suddenly start taking stuff very seriously. And it's yeah. and very entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the dancing so was do incredible. You think, I thought the whole, the whole yeah, music video I mean, was fucking it, spot on. You know, and also yeah, it, it was a viral uh, hit. It's a number one they, billboard song. Yeah, the thing that they also pointed out was that the, the black people who were dancing with him that were going along with what America was doing, they didn't get harmed. So in the background, there's all these people getting killed. There's all these black people getting murdered and everything's going on. But the ones that go with it, that dance along with him, they're fine. It's weird, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, it, it is. It's an awesome, we should, we need to link to that. Oh, Oh, we definitely Because it is. Yeah. Anyone who has not seen this video, watch it because it, it, in my opinion, it is a work of art and it, does deserve being watched it totally is and i'll i'm on time four now um (laughs) like it's it's really hard to stop watching you'll get it it. stuck in your head this is america (laughs) well maybe maybe childish dude maybe childish gambino deserves that nobel peace prize that they're looking up for a home (laughs) (laughs) there you go there's your full circle motherfuckers um that's awesome yeah all right so Let's move forward now. I got two more quick ones for you. Um, let's talk racism in a New York deli. Oh, right? man. Like, yeah, let's do that one. It's it's the era of Trump, so racism is Oh, hit. yeah, low-hanging so, fruit. Yeah, it is. Again, not climbing there the tree. There was never racism, like, you know, back in the 60s. Forget. No, but it wasn't like fucking. It was totally no, different. They weren't was. saying bad things we in just, the Starbucks. We you can't you cannot deny that we fucking blunted that shit and made it not the fucking cool thing to if do. you honestly like, think that racism is worse under Trump than it has been in the past like I don't know what to tell you buddy <laughs> I think it's louder under Trump than it has been I in think the, the media I think the left uh, wing media is louder about it than when it was under Obama or you know we saw the same thing under George W. Bush they would do that but I don't think that racism has gone I don't anywhere. know during I think the liberal media was shouting racist at a lot of Republicans during the Obama years. Yeah, like, they were. Some, yeah. I don't think they just used it against Trump. I think it's just something that's yeah. used a lot. I think that, I think that if we, we look like anymore. if we step back and actually look at the situation, the the country is less racist than it has ever been. And regardless of it that's just the reality about well, where we're at. Yeah. But I think the I think people want to continue it in that direction and they they worry that Trump is a step in the opposite direction. Mm, okay. Right. I mean, so, that's personal. That's anyway. personal preference. If you think it is, you know. But I yeah. think that's the the viewpoint, at least. Let's let's jump into a New York deli, though, real quick. So a video surfaced within the last couple of days of a dude. I guess he heard employees of the deli speaking Spanish, and then went on out on this fucking crazy racist tirade about how this is america and you don't speak Eng- or you don't speak spanish here and like i'm gonna he said threatened to call ice and was just an <laughs> asshole like my favorite thing about the whole thing was his last insult was maybe you should cut back on the sandwiches 
To which the girl fucking res- had a way cooler response, which was like, maybe you should step in front of a car, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, that's how we all were feeling. Um, but, like, so, I mean, I think that we're not, none of us are going to disagree in this instance on how we feel about this here. Um, fuck that guy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, anytime you go out and you just... There's no prerequisite for being American where you have to speak one language. My dad's first no, language like was if, Spanish. Like, I, it, also, right. yeah, if if the if the rule was the first language here was the one you have to learn, like we wouldn't be speaking English here. We'd either be speaking, you know, French, <laughs> right. Spanish, or French Native is the international language. language. Yeah, so that's how it yeah. goes. I mean, fuck, we're right here on the Mississippi, right. and especially in the. I don't. Louis. I just. I don't. I don't understand anybody who has the mentality that another language is somehow bad. That just shows you're yeah. ignorant if you somehow think that that's <laughs> yeah. negative. And, and to me, it also shows a, a – uh, it's usually men. I'll throw that out there. It's usually men, and it's usually insecure Fucking men. men. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That are like, what are they saying Any about chance, me? I mean, What's it's going the same, on here? It's, it's like, yeah, how are you that It's the same when you, you see – um, another language. Yeah, when you see white men getting upset that um, a white woman would date a black man, that's just yeah. his insecurity coming out. Exactly. Because, Same thing with the language, yeah. in my opinion. That it's like, they're not talking about you. And even if they are, who the fuck cares? You're talking about them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's funny about this guy is that, like, whenever you become a viral sensation, somebody out there is going to recognize you. So his name got out. What is it? Aaron Schlossman or something like that? It would be. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, I have no interest in learning that. (laughs) Aaron Schlossman. He's going to be like, Brandon, what'd you do? (laughs) Right. Yeah, some guy out there. I just... I just wronged the wrong name. Um, his, his name was Waldo. Go find him. Yeah. What's funny? What's funny is that he was he he's a lawyer, which like that First makes off, you uncomfortable about how he practices. If he was my lawyer, I'd be like, "You're no, we're done. We're we're done with you. Right? You're that ruled by your emotions. I don't want you as my lawyer. Like that I, doesn't. Seem I like do want to see. Plan. I do want to see him on the stand though, because I, I guarantee you he made some really interesting objections during court. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> objection, objection, Your Honor. He's Mexican. <laughs> I thought only Trump got to do that. Oh, low hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Hashtag low hanging uh, fruit. So. Yeah, but what was great was that because he's a lawyer, he like works for some law firm. The internet doesn't forgive you, and once no. you're on Google, you're on Google forever. And so they went to like Yelp and like Google reviews. They just like gave him the most hilarious, shitty reviews. Like some of them, some of them are just like, "Hey, dude, you fucked up." That was pretty <laughs> much the sentiment. But there, there were some awesome, there were some awesome ones on there. Didn't they? Like somebody started a GoFundMe account to like put a mariachi band in like a taco that's stand my favorite of that's the best shit. ever <laughs> yeah what okay sucks, if we it's... can find that i'm linking to that in the show notes because oh hilarious. i will i will pay for it because that's that is hilarious but i don't it sucks for i know this guy's an asshole what sucks for him is that now everyone knows he's an asshole so like every time he goes anywhere like he goes back to his high school reunion he's just going to be that fucking asshole and he's going to have to just make excuses for why he's such a piece of shit and it's just not I mean work. I think that's that's kind of right though like if you're I a guess. rapist you know and people know you're a rapist like that's not like I don't feel sorry for you because 
people look at you yeah. like you're a bad person. You're a consequences, bad person. Consequences to actions. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, gonna to play devil's advocate here for a second because this is something that, that I've noticed a lot. Like uh, when we talked about the Joy, um, whatever her name is, from MSNBC. Joy Reed. Yeah. Where the tolerance comes in for people changing their minds or people redeeming themselves. Like right now, this guy is just an asshole and people are telling him to walk in front of buses and whatnot and just go fucking die and, and all of that. But whatever well, Joyce they told says... told him that in the fucking heat of the Yeah, I know, but too, you know what I'm saying. You know, like, you know that there's other people that yeah. are repeating it uh, afterwards and saying, you know, you're a piece of shit, just go, That's just go fair. die. Um, is there room for redemption for this guy, in your opinion? Or yeah, is there... sure, there's room yeah. for... Yeah, if he actually soul-serves for right. redemption yeah. with anybody. All right. I, I mean, if David Duke came out tomorrow and said, like, I've been wrong my entire life, I sincerely... Or, you know, if Fred Phelps, before he would have died, made some confession on his deathbed that, like, he was wrong... I would have been yeah. like, oh, well, that was good for him. He's, he was still an asshole the majority of well, his life. Well, I'm, you know. I'm not playing Jesus over here like Frank. I don't give a <laughs> shit about his deathbed. But, like, I'll, I'll hire saying, some prostitutes to piss on that deathbed. <laughs> for some reason, that's the only, the only time no, I see racists I mean, like, giving in. It's like on their yeah. deathbed. Well, I, hell, just, hell is it, looming. It struck me because I see this uh, a lot. Like, we just saw, I just saw an uh, article about the Koch brothers and uh, – it, they did something good. Like they were no longer supporting conservatives as much. They were actually supporting some uh, democratic uh, candidates and going for more independence. And MSNBC ran it. And there was a lot of people that were saying, you know, good job, good up for them. And then there was a lot of people, a lot more people who were saying, fuck them. Don't forget that they're fucking evil. And it just seemed like there was no redemption. Like normally you see someone do something good or something bad happens to them and people try to have their nicer side come out. Well, here's here's the thing I'll, I'll say about that. Like, I do agree that even, like, the Koch brothers w- can get redemption, but you also have to, like, weigh it out, right? Like, if you've spent X amount of millions of dollars on, like, anti-gay campaigns and, you know, whatever, like, these yeah. crazy... I'm not saying that they supported Roy Moore, but like that's yeah. those types of Republicans over the decades. Don't then, don't like, forget that Obama and Hillary were take, all against gay marriage and whatnot. That's fine, I get it. All I'm going to say though, it, yeah, but under Obama we got gay marriage, so like it's going to be a hard argument to say that like no, oh still- he didn't care about it. He did what was politically relevant, like yeah. But you know the Koch brothers believe it. Like, they buy into that. That's their fucking bread and butter is the Republican Party, and that was the Republican Party for decades. I'm not saying yeah, it, it necessarily Party is, too. and I think it's trend. Right. It Yeah, it, so we're trending away from that. But what I'm saying is no matter what the cause was, you have to weigh that with, like, is supporting a couple of Democrats equal to all of the bad I think you've done. That's where, like, it's a personal redemption thing yeah. for everybody. Well, that's why I can say that racist lawyer in New York, <laughs> like, yeah, there's redemption, but I can't, I can't speak for society. Um, so I think it's a, I can be. I think it's a scale. Like, it, if you do enough bad shit, like, it weighs down one side of the scale, and it's like a, it's like BP. Like, the oil spill is terrible, and then they give like a million dollars to like some token charity it's like yeah that was technically a good move but we all see through why the, the reason you're doing it is you know yeah. strictly a pr move or strictly right i don't, I don't believe know, the Koch brothers if, are really bipartisan <laughs> look all i was raised christian is if so if you just say you're sorry it's all good <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how it works if all i'm saying is if like donald trump goes and buys like a box of candy for his buddy's wife like 
that doesn't make up for all the shit you said about women. Okay? <laughs> like, there's a fucking scale that doesn't redeem you. You just did a nice thing. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, like you're still there, you're still in redemption, karmic. but you yeah, you're in debt karmically. <laughs> right. So, you can work your way out of that, but like it, good luck. And, but now he <laughs> yeah, now this guy's going to have to convince everybody that fucking he's not that guy. I know. And, like, and of course he is. So that's why it's funny. Yeah, of <laughs> course he is. So like <laughs> Eh, fuck him, fuck him until he redeems himself by my by my standards. That's just funny. I just um, had this picture of him in my head, just like sighing every time he goes anywhere. It's like, ah, yeah, I'm the asshole. I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. Just get it over with. So I thought that'd be a it's a funny scene. Yeah. All right, so here's my last one. Also, I guess restaurant related or establishment related. Um. I saw a report that called it Tim Hortons, but friend of the show Dan pointed out that it was Starbucks, and, it, and the details would make way more sense. I don't actually have the article pulled up, so I'll find it. And Starbucks is linked racist. to the. What's great is like so because Starbucks has the what are the what are the sizes called? It is a tall, um, a grande, and a venti. And do you know why I know this? Right. Because I'm a certified coffee master and a certified tea master. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is uh, that is well, one more school I also flunked out of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw awesome. my credentials around. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. So, in I I can't remember where it was, but the, the location isn't totally important. A lady walks in, disgruntled, um, because she's bitching about the sizes of the cups. Like that, yeah. they shouldn't be named tall, grande, and venti. They should be named small, medium, and large, which is fucking stupid. It's Italian. It's been you done in like three. <laughs> right. It's been like three or four fucking movies too. Like we've already seen this play out. Don't get mad about it. Um, so. She goes in. She's like bitching at the the dude behind the counter about um about the names of the sizes, and he's basically like, "Well, dude, I can't. Uh, I'm a PI. Like, I'm not in I charge of it. Shit. So, <laughs> right. I'm not changing the name of the drink for you, you fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> <I'm> fucking sir. <syrup. laughs> he he didn't say that. That was just the uh, Brandon hates women coming out in me. <laughs> I told I told you I'd work it in. There you go. <laughs> um, your word. So promises kept. So anyway, though, she. So I guess he turns and tells the people that she wants a uh, grande, whatever the fuck she wants. And her response to that is to turn around, pull down her pants, take a dump on the floor, pick it up, throw it at them, wipe her ass with napkins, and throw those at him before she walked out. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we've all been there. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee makes you poop, right? That's Dan's yeah. joke. Coffee makes shout you poop. To, shout out to friend of the show, Dan. Um, it does make you poop. But regardless, no, my, it, doesn't, it shouldn't make you poop on the floor. My, That's a bit. Okay, a bit so I've, I've seen this video, and the, the funniest part to me is that she shits on the floor, picks it up, and throws it at the employee, and then like wipes her hands off with a napkin. Like, what? Oh, that That's the point you're grossed out? It wasn't when you stuck your hand in your own shit? <laughs> See, I don't even want to watch videos <laughs> that have poop involved with them. Like, I don't even want to go that. No, far. I mean it's this is this is a grainy black and white uh, security cam footage. So Can you it, see poop? It, is, it does come. It comes off hilarious because you can't hear anything. 
You, you just see her squat yeah. over, pick up a, a like a black lump off the ground, and just yeah. like sling it. <laughs> so yes. clearly, this is a woman with a lot of mental illness going on because most people don't shit in public. That's your first either sign. that or either or that was her plan. Like she knew she went in there to shit on the floor and throw it. At How them. in like, the world that's, is that's, that your? She plan? was waiting like, for an excuse. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I saying know, that like, that's not the case. I'm not I'm just say, saying. How do you get? I'm not to saying your mental life? problems aren't there. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is I don't think that you walk into a what Starbucks if? with an argument that's already been hashed out many times. <laughs> don't you watch and movies? Shit on the floor. God damn it! Wait a minute. Why, you, guys? What if? Why'd you spell she, my name wrong? Have you seen role what models? if she? St- <laughs> What if she started to shit herself and then had to cover for it and then just decided, well, I'm just going to blow up on the guy who says the next thing to me (laughs) just to cover up my own incontinence? That is so far-fetched it has to be true. Like, there's no other (laughs) explanation. That makes way more sense than anything else. Because we've all all been there. In in my head, if I had to choose between shitting my pants in a Starbucks or, like, throwing throwing shit in a temper tantrum, I'd probably (laughs) choose the rage one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just got I, out of hand. I, that's, out of her hands. That's my. That's <laughs> actually typically. That's my go-to move. Uh, every Saturday. Um, that's my go. That's my Cindy at Starbucks. <laughs> she, Cindy knows to duck. So that's option that's number one. I mean, saying. obviously. Right. Yeah. She. She, she so, also could have been. She could have anyway. been aiming at the tip jar guys. We never know. She could have been that's trying true. to leave them a little encouragement. <laughs> Money, right? Yeah, <laughs> I always think it's good when we end the first segment on a dick joke and we end the second segment on a shit joke. That's like, how we do that's, it. So we do that's it. That's how TDAP. we do it. At Almost first circle. Yep. Right. So, all right. Well, I think that's a uh, good place to call it for the week. So, two weeks, as always. <laughs> two weeks. You're right. T- yeah. Tip Remember your to tip your follow- Starbucks barista. With money and not feces. Uh, oh, you know what I also want to do that I said that I was going to do, and I should have done it at the top of the show, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Christine, last name, Frank. Uh, Christina Jesser. <laughs> you fucked up her there first name, too. <laughs> right. There you go. I, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not related, but I wanted to shout-out to Frank's sister, who's, um, who's a fan of the show and we appreciate that that's pretty fucking cool yeah so giving us advice and that. tips and some uh, insight into how someone who isn't part of the show hears the show which is interesting right right yeah very 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 cool so um i'm anyway, mitchell i wanted to do that <laughs> no shut <laughs> up <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so as always follow us on facebook and twitter at tdap 2017 remember that shows are available on itunes google play stitcher and wherever podcasts are found bi-weekly um and uh yeah check out the links to this episode we're there's there's definitely going to be some good ones um in there so so do that. Watch that Childish Gambino video. That yeah. is like This is America is really good, and it is it is really worth watching. And I would almost bet you that when you watch it, even if you don't like the music, like, A, the music will grow on you. B, mute it and just watch what's yeah. happening because it's fucking fascinating. So shout out, shout out to, uh, to him for that, too. That's a, that's a fucking cool thing. So anyway, with that, here it is, your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. Your staff yeah. is speaking Spanish to customers when they should no, be speaking English. Very violent. I mean, sometimes they do. Very yeah. Every person I listen to, he's spoken, he's spoken, she's speaking it. 
It's America. This is America. Don't got you slipping up. Look how I'm living up. Police be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah. We gon' blow like, yeah. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America.